This is the Primal Ryan Podcast, and I'm Ryan Parnum, and I am passionate about helping average, everyday adults achieve great health. The ideas, opinions, and topics discussed in this podcast are mine and my own. None of what I say constitutes as medical advice. Please get clearance from your medical provider before embarking on any sort of nutritional or exercise program. What's up, everybody? Ryan Parnum here with the Primal Ryan Podcast. It is December 18th, 2023. Christmas is just around the corner. Um, My family and I will be heading down to Florida here at the end of the week. Looking forward to that. Um, Yeah, so hopefully your holiday season is going well. Um, Today I want to talk a little bit about... Is it possible to be lean, fit, and strong forever? And I, I truly do believe that that's, that's possible. It's not the norm by any means, but people do do it. Um, you know, in my own experience, uh, in my early 20s, I got really overweight and out of shape, um, doing everything wrong. You know, in high school, I was lean and in shape, played sports, you know, for a teenage kid, I was very conscientious about, you know, how I ate and everything was always exercising, basically, basically doing all the stuff I do do now, I ran and lifted weights and uh, mountain biked and all that kind of stuff. Um, But got out of that in my early 20s, you know, I think, you know, sometimes our early 20s are a bit of a discovery phase. And, you know, you go through these phases of poor decision making sometimes. I know not everybody does that, but I did. Poor decision making, lots of um, just poor choices on a lot of different things. And I ballooned up uh, to like 50 pounds heavier than what I am right now. So, I mean, in today's standards, most people probably wouldn't have even batted an eye at, at, you know, what I looked like at my heaviest, because I probably looked just like the average person. But for me, it was was not good. And I was on the path to probably, you know, high blood pressure and, and everything else, you know, that that plagues Americans. But at the age of about, I don't know, 23 or so, I was not happy with how I looked and how I felt. And especially after being so active and lean and healthy for so long that I uh, I said, that's it, enough's enough. And from th- uh, that time on, at age 22 or 23, so well over 20 years ago, um, I, you know, made a commitment to, uh, you know, never again. I'm going to, um, you know, dedicate my life to being the healthiest version of, my, of myself that I can be for the long haul. And, uh, you know, not from like a egotistical way or anything like that, but just because, especially like with working in healthcare and stuff is like, I don't want to be sick when I'm older. Um, I want to feel good. I want to continue, continue to do the things I enjoy doing. And, you know, I'll be 45 in March. And honestly, I, I think in most things, my 44, almost 45 year old self could definitely kick my 25 year old self's butt for sure. Um, 
And, and a lot of that comes with just experience and the body's very resilient and adaptive. And, you know, pretty much if you just keep on the same path, if you keep living a healthy lifestyle, you can continue to make all sorts of gains and progress, you know, up into your 70s. So anyways, is it possible to be lean, fit and strong forever? Um, you know, in fact, it's extremely doable. You have to be willing to do it. You have to set yourself up for success. Like it just doesn't happen on its own. It's like, well, I want to retire uh, a millionaire. But you don't have a plan for that, right? You don't invest in anything. And you just think you're going to retire a millionaire, right? No, there's there's a process to that. Like you have to set aside a certain amount of money to invest. You have to research the best um investment modalities and such right it's just not going to happen on its own the same thing with your with your health um you know every part of your day and your weeks and your months it has to serve a purpose okay so like when i'm working with my clients you know i have them you know one day a week and typically that's going to be sundays for a lot of people kind of the start of the week you know like look ahead at your week and plan accordingly okay most people are just like flying by the seat of their pants there's just no purpose to anything and they wonder why they fail time and time again you know it's like the next fad diet or fad workout program or whatever you know but they're just sort of just winging it so you know on sundays look ahead you know, what am i going to do this week for my training for strength training for example um you know I always recommend, you know, three days a week of strength training at least. So looking ahead, are there any scheduling conflicts I need to plan around? Some people travel for work or, you know, going on vacation or you have some sort of, you know, all-day event for your job and a conference, whatever. So plan ahead and, and, and figure out when you're going to structure those strength training workouts. And what days am I doing, you know, cardio if I'm training outside, you know, what's the weather forecast look like? If the, it's going to be a blizzard and I don't want to go out in that, what's plan B? You know, if I like to run and it's I run on Tuesdays and Thursdays and it's going to be, you know, a negative 20 wind chill, um, what's my plan B? Am I going to go to the gym and hop on the treadmill or do something else? You know, like you got to think ahead. Is my kitchen, is my kitchen ready for success? Do I need to run to the store and get the things that are going to set me up for success? Do I need to, uh, you know, buy some meat or thaw some meat out from the freezer to grill it up so I have, you know, plenty of food um, for the week, for my lunches? That's the other thing. Pack your lunch for work. Um, do I have plenty of fresh produce um, and whatever else, you know, I'm not getting into the details of diet right now, but basically, do I have everything I need to be successful? Do I have any events this week that I need to incorporate into my nutrition plan, right? Like right now it's the holidays, so people are having holiday parties. And there's always going to be other things all year long. Birthday parties, work parties, um, whatever. Like, you don't have to necessarily skip that stuff or not indulge. But if you know that stuff's coming, you can like eat healthy all week. So then you can flex i call them flex meals you can flex a little bit on those special occasions that stuff's always going to happen right and there's no reason those things should set you off the rails if you plan accordingly the holidays are notorious for 
um, you know, just getting people off the rails because there's so many parties and there's cookies laying around and all that stuff. But if you have a plan and a purpose and you already, you know that you value yourself more than that pile of cookies on the counter and you know that you're planning ahead, then it's much easier to say no to those things. But if you don't have a plan, you're not really thinking, you're just here living in the moment, not thinking about anything. Well, yeah, you're going to be more apt to to grab another cookie or handful of whatever. Um, and bedtime routine, okay? Most people don't have much of a bedtime routine. So I start with this because, like, it'll, it, it affects the next morning. Are you, you know, drinking coffee all day long or Diet Pepsis or whatever? Maybe you should start cutting out your caffeine. I don't know, stopping at noon. Some people, everybody metabolizes caffeine differently. I'm just throwing that out there for an example. Because you need to make sure your sleep is good, okay? You need to get, um, you know, at least seven hours of sleep. Get to bed early enough. So um, you can get at least seven hours of sleep. Um, avoiding alcohol uh, as much as possible. Alcohol is terrible for you. Do you have to avoid it 100%? Not necessarily, but you shouldn't be drinking on a daily basis, especially before bed. It disturbs your sleep and it causes all sorts of other health problems. Um, no way around it. Sorry if that bursts your bubble. Um, Wind down at nighttime, you know, avoid staring at your phone or watching something that gets you jacked up. I screw up on that quite a bit. Last night, I've been watching Band of Brothers. I came out in like 2001. It's a, um, it's a World War II, uh, it's a series that was on HBO tw- over 20 years ago about uh, uh, World War II, this company of, of men. Anyways, it's kind of intense. So I was watching that last night before I went to bed. See, I screw up myself, you know, from time to time. And I was all kind of like jacked up because it was super intense and I had trouble falling asleep, didn't sleep real well. So that was a mistake and I avoid that tonight. Um, Give yourself at least an hour or so to chill out, you know, before you go to bed. Turn the lights down, read a book, make sure your room is nice and cool, preferably in the the 60s. Uh, Make sure it's dark. Any light leaking through can, can disrupt your sleep even if you don't realize it. So just have a routine. This is what I do at nighttime. This is how I wind down. Um, That way you can kind of set yourself up for as much success as possible for the next morning so that you have a morning routine, okay? It starts the night before, like I said. Get in bed early enough to get at least seven hours of sleep. Try to get up, go to bed and get up at the same time each day. Try to do that seven days a week. I know that's not always going to happen. Doesn't always happen for me. I'm usually up later on the weekends because my kids are out and trying to wait for them to get home or whatever. But, you know, in a perfect world, go to bed, get up, um, you know, same time, seven days a week. So do that as much as possible. Try not to use an alarm clock. That ain't going to work for me most of the time. I do wake up on my own every once in a while. I get up at 4.55 a.m. Monday through Friday. I might sleep a little bit longer than that on the weekends. But because uh, I work out in the morning um, and I do use an alarm clock every once in a while. I wake up on my own, but most of the time my alarm clock's waking me up. And that's just reality. Right. So we're busy adults and we don't all, all have the luxury of just sleeping until we can wake up on our own. But in a perfect world, you will be able to just wake up on your own. Um, if you work out in the morning, obviously get yourself up early enough to work to wake up. Have some water or if you do any sort of pre-workout nutrition or whatnot, you know, so you're not just like 
rolling out of bed and starting your workout within the next five to 10 minutes, um, that can be a big shock to the system. You want to have a little bit of time to wake up. And then ideally, once again, in a perfect world, if you're not working out in the morning and such, give yourself time to have a bit of a quiet time in the morning. So if you're working out later in the day or whatever, get yourself up 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes earlier to have your quiet time. And maybe you you journal, maybe you are just reflecting on life, um, reading scripture, praying, whatever it might be. Five, ten minutes. I mean, you can go longer than that, but that's all you need. And this is a great way to kind of start your day on a positive note. You're being purposeful. You're being. You're thinking about things that can improve your clarity of your mind and such. Um, and mornings are a good time to do that because, like with most things, as it gets later in the day, you're more apt to not do it. All right, so for your workout routine, for most people, unless you are really well versed in a, in a in programming workouts. I recommend you follow a plan, and I'm not going to get into all the details of that on this podcast. But follow somebody who knows what they're doing, uh, that can do good programming for busy adults. But most importantly, make your workout routine a non-negotiable. You are doing your your working out, your exercising, because it you have to think about it. It is literally a life and death habit for the future you. And it affects you now as well. But most people don't think about their future self. You have to think about your future self. You know, aside from a some sort of unexpected tragedy or what or whatever, you have to expect that you are going to get old. Um and if you're going when as you get old, things are going to start to break down in your body. Um and I know for me, I'm trying to put that off as long as possible. I want to live long and drop dead. Most people, they start the slow, painful descent downward that usually lasts between 10, 20, sometimes 30 years. Um, I don't want that for myself. I want to stay as as highly functional and independent as possible for as long as possible with a really sharp decline at the end to a quick, mostly painless death. I don't want my death to be this like 20 year drawn, you know, drawn out thing um, where I'm chronically ill and on all this medication and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's taking care of yourself, especially with exercise. Exercise is the single best thing you can do to keep yourself healthy and functional for, for many, many years. Just think about it. It's the difference between standing in line at the pharmacy waiting to pick up your chronic prescription or being out hiking in the woods with your grandkids. It's the difference between uh, living in a nursing home or being put into a nursing home and someone's wiping your butt because you fell, because you tripped on your own rug, because you've lost your balance and dexterity, you broke your hip because you have osteoporosis, because you didn't do any strength training, and you didn't eat enough protein. So it's either that or you're living independently and you're carrying groceries in from your car up two flights of stairs into your vacation condo after you drove to the store yourself at 85 years old. Um, it's a difference between stumbling around with a walker um, 
versus getting up off the floor on your own power after, you know, wrestling and playing with your great-grandkids or whatever when you're 90 years old, okay? Like, I think I, I, I made my point. Like, you have to think about that. Like, you're going to be old. For me, I have two grandparents that, so far, that one lived to be 100 and one lived to be 101. My other grandma's still living. She just turned 98. So, like, you know, if if I have any bit of their, you know, longevity and stuff, I'm probably going to live a long time. And I don't want to be dependent on other people. I don't want to be sitting at endless doctor's office appointments. I don't want to be paying a buttload of money for medications. You know, I don't want to be in the hospital, all that kind of stuff. And just like the day-to-day burden that that brings. And maybe you guys don't think about that stuff like I do because I'm in healthcare, but I think about it every day. And that's like my driving, one of my driving factors to just keep, keep grinding is that I don't want to be like that. Life's so short and goes by so fast. And like, there's so much more I, I want to do. I don't ever want to stop being able to do anything. I don't ever plan on being able to stop doing what I'm doing now. Okay. Um, so, you know, obviously that's going to mean strength training at least three days a week, planning it accordingly, following a plan, uh, is recommended focusing on the right movements that hit the large muscle groups, do a combination of weights, machines, body weight exercises. You want to do balance work, you know, because we lose balance as we age, the proprioception. That's why old people tend to fall and stuff. But you can train that, you know, you can prevent that or drastically slow it down, but you have to do it on a regular basis. Um, and then doing some form of cardio on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to run ultra marathons like I do or anything like that. And I don't really run them that often. I just do that stuff every once in a while. The most important thing, the most important thing, more important than training for these crazy events and all that stuff is just to move a lot, walk a lot, be active, move as much as possible. Take the stairs whenever you can. It's amazing. I work at a medical center. The number of people that'll wait for an elevator, you know, employees I see that wait for an elevator to go up one flight of stairs, you know, take the stairs, take the stairs every time. When you go to the store, park at the farthest spot out in the parking lot, you know, so you can get more movement in. Go for lots of walks. In the summertime, I move nonstop. Aside from running and whatever, in the summertime, I get between fifteen and 20,000 steps a day. I just like to move, move, move. Be moving. When you're moving, movement's medicine. It's good for your body. It's good for your heart. It's good for your lungs. It's good for your brain. And when you're up moving and being active, you're not sitting on the couch eating. Okay. So it just has like a lot of different side effects to it. Um, you know, go for walks around the neighborhood, go for leisurely bike rides. Of course, if you like the more intense focused cardio and there's a, there's a lot of benefit to it. I think, you know, some studies suggest that like, um, even just getting something like minimal, like 5,000 steps a day, you derive like, I don't know, 70 or 80% of the benefits of, of, of movement, you know, like anything else beyond that's just added, added benefit, you know? So, you know, if you like running, you like cycling, whatever, go for it. You know, I like that stuff. I do it. Um, just the main thing is move a lot throughout the day. And the other things to think about, too, is just prioritizing the things in life that matter. 
starting with yourself. And that's not a selfish thing. That might sound selfish, but it's not. So, you know, like on the airplane, when you're getting ready to fly and they're going over all the safety protocol stuff and the oxygen mask, and they always tell you like, in the event that you need to, you know, use oxygen or, or whatever, put your mask on first and then help others, right? Because if you're fumbling around trying to help others and your oxygen levels dropping and then you pass out because of hypoxemia, well, you're of no use at that point in time, right? You've hurt yourself and now you can no longer help any, anyone else. And it's the same thing in life. If you take care of yourself, if you prioritize yourself, and I'm talking about in, in a healthy way, right? Uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all those things. If you take care of yourself first in a healthy way, you'll be able to take care of others better, right? You'll be a better husband, father, friend, coworker, whatever. You're just going to be better. You're going to perform better. Um, so you got to prioritize your own health. Like I said, physical, emotional, everything. And then, you know, I've talked a lot about the things that you maybe should do, but it's also important to the things that you shouldn't do. So avoiding the things in life that really don't matter. Be careful how you spend your time. Like don't waste it on meaningless things. I actually see so many people, you know, and I do plenty of stuff too. That's probably a waste of time, but like, just don't waste your time on meaning, meaningless things that um, don't benefit you in any sort of way. I'm not saying don't have leisurely activities and stuff. That stuff is, is great. But, um, you know, when it comes to like working, for example, like work hard, do a good job at what you do, but like don't work too much. You only have this one life to live. You know, what, what good is it if you are making like ridiculous amounts of money, you have this huge house, fancy cars, blah, 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 but you're having to work 80 to 100 hours a week, right? And, you know, only to, you, know, you see this time and time again, you, these people that just, you know, basically are married to their jobs and they work, you know, all these hours and they make all this good money and they retire and they have health problems. They can't even really enjoy the fruits of their labor, you know? Um, and plus, more importantly, you're going to strain the relationships with those that matter most. If you are married to your work, you know, your spouse needs your attention, your kids, they're only little ones. And I, I'm seeing that I've got a senior in high school and a freshman in high school, right? So they're only little ones. They're going to be grown up and out of the house before you know it. Like don't waste that time just focused on work, 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 and more and more and more and more and more, you know, because you're going to find out it's, it's, it's a bottomless, um, bottomless pit there. You're never going to find, find the bottom of it. You're only going to want more and more and more. And the next thing you know, your kids are grown up and your wife doesn't like you anymore. Um, you know, and you know, because if you don't have your health, you get, you know, you work, work, work and ruin your health. If you don't have your health, you have nothing. Okay. You know, who cares how much money or possessions or you, ha you know, you got this awesome, house and this fancy car and stuff, but your, your health sucks, you know, so you don't feel good. Like what, what good is all that stuff? You know, I, I would trade all the money in the world. I would, you know, to have, if I had to choose great health, I would take that over all the money in the world and poor health any day. Cause you know, if you don't have your health, you got nothing. And, um, in order to do all this stuff, right, you have to show up day in and day out. Okay. That's the problem. People are so like, they're so 
shallow and temporary on, on everything. And they want like these just instantaneous results on stuff. And it's so narrow focused. It's like, I'm going to go low carb and go to hit class and blah, 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 blah. And it's very just narrow focused. They're not thinking of the big picture. They're not thinking of buying in for the long haul, which is 110% what you have to do. People overall, they're just, they're weak. They don't stick to things, you know, but don't be like that. Be different. You're better than that. You know, you owe yourself more than that. You know, people want quick, quick fixes. I get it. Everything, we, we want something delivered to our house. We go on Amazon and it's delivered the next day or two days later. And, and if it's a day late, we get mad. It's like, you know, we've gotten so used to having everything right at our fingertips. We want the same thing, right? If you're 40 years old and you've spent the last 20 years, like, ruining your body, you're not going to have a quick fix. There's so many things that are going to be deranged in your body. It's going to take some time. My clients, you know, I, tithe, I tell them ahead of time, this isn't a quick fix. This is about changing your mindset, changing your habits. All the stuff I talked about before, I help them implement these things, right? Um... And, and even then, they, they go into it knowing that, but they still get frustrated because sometimes it's not as quick as what they were hoping for. Some people do have really quick results. That's not the point. But, you know, it's those that stick it out, my clients that stick it out, that have the most amazing and lasting results. The most impressive transformations I see... So I, my basic program is like a three-month program. And there's some guys that make some really remarkable progress. But the guys that touch base with me six, nine, 12 months, two years later, who stick with the program look phenomenal. And they don't, they may not be able to fully comprehend that when they first reach out to me about working with me. But once they, they've determined that, hey, I'm worth it, you know, in terms of them talking about themselves, I am worth this time, this effort, I'm going to change my thinking, my habits, and the focus just changes, right? They want that long-term health and vitality. They want to be healthy for their spouse and their kids, and that's their driving motivation behind it. And then they start feeling really good, and it, that itself becomes the focus, right? Like, you know what? I don't miss drinking three beers every evening, and I don't miss stopping at Taco Bell for lunch or whatever. I mean, that's so gross anyways, but like, you know, people get, you know, into those bad habits and think that they can't break them, but they can, you know, if you, you got to shift your focus and be intentional, all the stuff I talked about. And, you know, that's what's awesome. I love seeing my clients that continue to stick with it and, and seeing their progress long-term down the road. I saw a guy I worked with probably two or three years ago and ran into him a couple months ago, and he's sticking with the program. He hasn't gained any weight back, and he's just... And it's not just about gaining weight. Like, I hate... That's such a shallow term, but, like, he hasn't gained any of the weight back, and he's he's following, you know, the program I set up for him, and his whole focus has changed. He, does, he says he doesn't even think about it anymore. It's just what he does, and that's my goal with this stuff is this is just what I do now. Um, and will you have bad days? Absolutely. I mean... I don't do everything perfectly 100% of the time. Um, but the bad days, you know, should be few and far between. Don't have two bad days in a row. Don't miss two workouts in a row. You know, that's like a general rule of thumb. Yeah, you're going to have vacations and all that kind of stuff, or maybe you loosen up a little bit. I do that too. But, 
you know, you keep the big picture in mind and it's not about hundred percent perfection. It's about, it's an ongoing process. It's like that relentless pursuit of perfection, if you will, you know, um, where you're all, you're never stopping, you know, you just keep grinding keep grinding, you know, think about the big goal in mind, you know, to be, you know, not only more healthier and more vibrant now, but to set yourself up for long-term health and resiliency. Like, don't think about what you're missing out on. Like people are like, Oh, I'm going to miss my, my beer and my chips and all that stuff. It's like, come on, think about how much you're gaining by not doing this stuff. You know, I get so annoyed when people are like, oh, you know, not getting my fast food and drinking my beer, you know, I'm really missing out on stuff. I, I you know, I, I need to treat myself and I don't want to give that stuff up. It's like, no, you deserve better than that. You do. You really do. Um, and, and it doesn't mean you can't ever have that stuff. Like, it doesn't, it isn't like a, you know, all or none sort of thing. There's, you work that stuff in from time to time. Um, honestly though, when you're following a healthy lifestyle and you start and you, and then you haven't done that stuff for a while and you bring it back in, you usually feel like crap anyway. So it kind of works itself out on its own. So, but anyways, um, that's it for today. I hope this was, was helpful and, and that it is possible to, to, to have a, um, to be lean, fit and strong for your entire life, but you got to show up and you got to be consistent. You got to put the work in. You got to keep the long-term goal in mind. You got to be purposeful. You got to have a plan, and you got to stick with it. You know, you just you just have to. There's no way around it. You know, there's no quick quick fixes to things. People are always looking for the quick fixes, but there are no quick fixes. It's showing in day in, day out, being your best self, being your best self, so you can be your best self for everybody else around you. That's important to you. So, um, reach out if you need anything. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Primal Ryan podcast. For more information, check out primalryan.com.